What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy you're here with me for another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. That's me. We have a great show planned for you today. Yeah, if I do say so, I think they're all pretty good. <laughs> I do have my favorites, I will admit, but I'm excited about today's. And I think it kind of fits with the theme we've been having for the last few weeks. So if you're just joining me today for the first time, well, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Or perhaps this is your first time listening to a replay of my show. Fantastic. And if you've got any comments or anything, you know, please let me know or send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca, and I would love to have a conversation with you. I'm also always open to ideas from people who watch my shows as to maybe a topic that you would like me to cover one week on the show. So uh, yeah, let's have a conversation. So today, well, expect the unexpected. I have been experiencing this a little bit myself. Um, yep, since I wrote the show. That makes perfect sense because the universe has a way of when I when they tell me a title and I and I put it all together for you, then my life starts to have experiences that fit the show just to give me something to talk about with you as if I would have any trouble talking. <laughs> Not a chance. Those of you who follow along, you know that I am rarely stuck for something to talk or share about with you and. I love that. And I pick up on you, you know, the, the viewers, the people who are watching and listening. And it's your contribution to the shows that give me the, uh, the intuitive hits, that gives me the inspiration and so much joy to be here with you every week at this time. So expect the unexpected. Do you like surprises? Personally, not a fan, but a lot of people love surprises or love being surprised, which can be different as well. So when I think of um, do you like surprises, the first thing that came to my mind was like a surprise birthday party or a surprise event celebrating something about you. Never something I liked. I remember a surprise party, birthday party I my family gave me at age uh, 16 and yeah, it was not fun. It was, yeah, I did not enjoy that element of being surprised. And then there's that idea of, of being surprised or uh, startled. That's another way that we can look at, you know, the unexpected as you can be startled by something. And again, no, not doesn't work well for me. And yet one of my boys thought it was really fun to all of a sudden, you know, sneak up on me and then and do something, say something, make a sound. So I would jump or I would be startled. And uh, he thought it was great. 
again, not my thing. And I think one of the reasons, well, no, actually a big reason behind all of this for me, and maybe some of you can relate to this, is when you have a ton of anxiety and you're always suffering with and dealing with anxiety, that element of surprise or being startled or the unexpected just like popping in on you, it can really tip you over. And it did me. It made it so that it was really hard for me to enjoy what was happening, you know, for those that were intended to be, you know, joyful for me. Like, really, like, kindness is what the person was planning. Like, my parents were planning with the uh, surprise birthday party. But because I had never shared the depth of my anxiety and the stress that I was carrying, they didn't know. So they did nothing wrong, and I did nothing wrong, but it just wasn't an event that I enjoyed. You know, this whole idea of the unexpected, it can be really difficult on many, many people. Now, I have come, you know, around, hmm, am I 180 degrees? Like, am I past all of my anxieties? I get a no, and I would totally agree with that. I am not. Am I better than I was? Oh, my gosh, so much better. But there's still some there and there's still work to do. And I'm okay with that. Uh, As one of my teachers many years ago, probably, I don't know, 18, 20 years ago, said, no, as long as you've got a pulse, there'll be things to work on. As long as we're breathing and we're here in body on this planet, there'll be stuff to work on. At the time, I thought, that's crazy. And now I know it's not crazy. (laughs) That's just the way it goes. So, yes. So some of you may like surprises and some may be like me and think, no, these are really, really uncomfortable. You know, do I try to plan out my whole life so I don't have anything unexpected pop in? No, no, I really don't. Never did. Uh, The anxiety and the doubt and worry. It never really gave me a sense of being able to control or plan or to know what to expect. Um, I really just got caught in a loop with it, just thinking things over and over and over again and never really coming to any more comfortable place in how to look at something and that. So this is one of the difficulties with the unexpected is that we Often for many people, we will look at it as losing control, losing that sense of what is planned or what should be happening or what could be happening for us. And this sense of not having the control over something, whether it's your personal life or your business life or any anything, is difficult for most people. Perhaps not all but it is definitely difficult for a lot of people. And so it's very natural for us to kind of want to look at being in control or having some control over what is happening around us. We're taught this way of looking at things. And, um, you know, perhaps you've had the same thing said to you as, well, if you'd planned this better, such and such may not have happened. So that gives that 
that uh, implants that idea that you're not good at planning things. You're not good at preparing for things or preparing something. And you get this way of being spoken to over and over again. And it really, you know, gets in there and undermines your ability to trust your response to something. And it keeps us in that reaction mode, like just, okay, that went this way. And this is my startled response, right? No matter, no matter how many times I would explain that I don't like being startled. It was fun for the other person. Now, eventually, I don't know, he either grew out of it or understood that it was something that I really couldn't handle. And it stopped, which was great. So there's two things going, well, three things going on there, right? It's how well are we communicating that we don't like the unexpected or that we doubt our ability to handle the unexpected? How well are we communicating to others? Like, please don't organize something that would be unexpected for me to experience. It's probably a good way to put it. Right. How are we in knowing what is working for us and what isn't? And that understanding belief below it so that we can clear it up. At the time, you know, this was so many years ago, oh, 23, 24 years ago, I wasn't as aware of how my pretty constant state of anxiety impacted being surprised by my son or startled. I do remember when I found out about um, a 50th birthday party, surprise party that was being planned for me, that when I found out about it, I canceled it. I just said, I'm not going. I'm not having it. I was more comfortable at the time saying no, but I really didn't do a good job at explaining why not. I just said, no, that was a big enough step for me. Right. Um, same for a 25th um, wedding anniversary party. So these are things that, you know, you may think they're kind, but the person on the receiving end may not have that same perspective. I got that they wanted to do this out of kindness and love for me, but the rebuttal is the only word that's coming in. Like the words that were spoken to me when I said no, I know wasn't accepted. That's well, why not? Or it's already planned or people are invited. You know, like there was this refusal to understand that I didn't like this type of event. Now, those are kind of ones that are examples I've been giving you where you can kind of have some input into them and you may be given an opportunity to change what's going on. Now, this isn't always the case. So what do you do then when things just poof, unexpectedly come up and create perhaps havoc or doubt or fear or something like that in your life, right? We're going to look at a lot of this today during the show. We're going to provide you with some tools. I'm going to give you some other examples. 
and help you understand a little bit more as to why the unexpected can be so difficult for so many people. You know, beyond sort of what I've already you know shared with you about my own personal way of, of looking at all of this and experiencing it for a long time, I am significantly different from where I was before. We had a recent unexpected. We rent the home we are in. And just a couple of months ago, it was like the landlord saying, I'm selling the house. You guys need to, to move. And we have been here seven years. And I was like, oh, it was totally unexpected. Um, I thought the understanding we had was we could stay as long as we wished. And when we moved, he would sell the house. I was really proud of how I responded because I didn't. Re well, I did react. I went like, oh, really? That was a reaction. But I didn't stay in it for longer than seconds. And then it was all right. What do I need to do? And we'll go through those steps that I followed later in the show. But the good news is it all worked out. I handled it with virtually, virtually no stress. I was able to assist my husband who had more stress about it than I did so that he could see it from a different perspective and work with this, this uh, information, this news that we got. And we have somewhere to move everything's falling into place, and it's all great. And one of the key things was for me to recognize my role in this, how I had changed, how I chose to respond to what was going on, and the actions I took. Sounds simple. And to be honest, it was. Thank you to working with this type of energy before. And bringing myself to that place where the unexpected, hmm, this may sound odd, but where the unexpected is almost expected, not from the perspective of waiting for the other shoe to drop or something like that, or always waiting for something bad to happen. And I know not at all, but more from that place of maybe life happens, right? Maybe from the perspective of, I can't control everything. Everybody else also has free will and choice. And from that way of looking at it, it has really healed how I respond now to the unexpected. All right. We need to go to our first break. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Inspired Choices Network, where we have always 24-7 amazing shows with amazing hosts with wonderful topics for you all the time. And then, of course, you can always go to the either using the app on your phone or go to the website and see when the shows are live and who you might want to listen to as well, such as mine right in this moment. So don't go away. We'll just be a couple of minutes and then we'll carry on talking about. All right. What does all this mean to expect the unexpected? All right. Thanks, everyone. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. 
Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, so were the commercials something you expected? <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Anyways, what I want to remind us all about before we go into a little bit more of expecting the unexpected is remember how your brain works and how the mind functions. I've, I talk about this a lot and I've had a number of shows that specifically um, deal with this. Most recently, August 9, um, it was called Biggest Downfall, Believing Our Thoughts. And I'm bringing that back in now because I want you to understand um, that when the unexpected happens and you go into reaction, you're not wrong, right? It may not feel good. It's not a bad thing. It's something you can change. But what I'm bringing back to your attention is 95% of our thoughts every day, okay, focus on the negative. So for most people, like a large majority of people, the unexpected can be difficult for them. You know, being surprised or startled, like I was saying about myself, can be what well, was difficult for me. Um, and when we when we go, uh, have that unexpected, whether it's startling or just unplanned, depending on how you are going to respond or react to it, people are finding when I was you know doing some of my research that if you're okay with it then you have even more heightened emotions of, of joy or excitement or happiness. If you're not, then those other emotions, anxiety, fear, doubt, whatever it might be, are also exaggerated. So depending on how you're kind of hardwired to how you feel about a surprise or an unexpected it's going to be amplified for you, making it more intense positively or not so positively, all right? So just keep that in mind, right? This is how the mind works, right? So, you know, our our brain is basically negatively biased. And I know that doesn't sound awesome, but, you know, it's what what we have. So when we learn to deal with this, when we understand this, we can make so many changes and we can shift things around with a little bit of practice, 
a little rewiring of some neurons and some chemical responses, and that may all sound gobbledygook, not a problem. But all of that can be worked with, even if you don't understand it. When you get this, the steps to take, things will change. You don't have to understand the chemistry of the body. I like it. I think it's cool and interesting. But you don't have to understand, and I don't understand it to any depth either, but what is required of us is, would you like to change something? Okay, if the answer is yes, cool. Now, are you willing to take the, the steps that are required for that to change? Very different question. And sometimes the answer is no, not a problem. When the time's right, you will know, and then you can take those actions and follow along on the steps to change it, right? The anxiety around the unexpected for me was so strong that I really wanted to take the steps to change this around, right? It's, okay, where do we want to go with this? When the unexpected arrives, it's really like a fork in the road. So you know you're heading along a path, your day's going along just fine. You open up your emails. Oh, damn, <laughs> my house is being sold. <laughs> okay, something needs to be done. Cool. So depending on how, how you react, we'll follow the next steps. But it could be that simple, opening an email, answering a phone call, you know, and something comes along and interrupts your plans. So it causes you to pause. And this is where now a path you are on, such as me, you know, staying here for a few more years, all of a sudden, it's created a fork in the road. And what it did for us was also choose, okay, where would we like to live? Now we have the option, are we changing cities, staying in the same city? Where do we want to go? And all of these different ways of looking at it. And this fork in the road is a great opportunity for you to pause, right? It makes a time where you need to make a choice or a decision. If you truly see that idea of the fork, you know, you have to go to the right or the left. The road's not paved going straight ahead anymore. So you need to choose which way are you going to go, which means what type of choice are you going to make? What type of decision is required for you at that time? And when you make that choice, you are stepping into empowering yourself to let yourself know that you can take back some sense of the control that you felt you had just lost. You may feel it had been taken away from you, as in my example, the house was being taken away, right? But this, when the unexpected happens and we go into that overwhelming feeling at times of being out of control or a sense that chaos is now going to ensue because things have changed, it's really important to come out of that. It's really important to pause, do what you need to do. Perhaps you need to ground yourself. Perhaps you need to, you know, do some exercises to help with anxiety or stress that has just kicked in or some kind of fear, 
And then also remember, please, anxiety, the body's physical way of saying to you, hey, you're really anxious or you're in fear mode right now, is almost identical to being excited about something. So check in. Maybe you are actually experiencing some level of excitement or a little bit of adventure from this unexpected event that just presented itself to you. And if you are, acknowledge it, embrace it, and that will really help to change how you're going to choose the next step. Choosing it from that place of, ah, this is cool. All right, so what's going to happen now? Is very different energy, outlook, and like internal fire that comes along saying, okay, let's do this. What does it ignite in you? Versus that, oh no, that dread, like, oh, I can't, I can't imagine. It's so expensive to get a house now. How am I going to find somewhere to rent? I only have a short period of time. He's only given us this, right? When you go into that cascading spiral down into those energies, it is a lot more work to come out of them. You can, but it is more work. It does take more effort, but you can always do it. I want you to remember that, right? The um, the cards that I chose for this, um, this show were really cool. They were all from my crystal deck. And The Garnet card came up and said, you know, strong, courageous heart. It's time to take action and turn things around. And I was like, yep, (laughs) you know, aquamarine, really pretty stone saying, tune into your inner guidance. Okay, assess realistically and be objective. Right. Really important. Great advice from the card. Thank you. And then appetite um, didn't specify the color, but it was clear away confusion. Yes, when, when the unexpected hits, often confusion is really common. So that pausing, clearing away the confusion, and then this neat side of it, don't be afraid to show people or let people know who you are. Because often, such as surprise parties, you know, you'll go along with them because you don't want to, don't want to say no. You don't want people to feel bad who went to all of that effort. You don't want to disappoint people, right? But if it's necessary for you to let them know how it is really, truly, and deeply affecting you, then allow that part of you to be seen and heard. My recommendation to you would be not to follow through and put yourself through all of that anxiety and stress. Say no. Right. Thank them. Be kind. But say no. Right. When we hide who we are, when we won't share what works for us, it hinders what choices we're going to be able to make. So remember that fork in the road. Depending on how you're going to feel about yourself, 
what you're comfortable saying or doing is going to also impact which direction you're going to go, which choice you're going to make. You will compound the difficulties in dealing with the unexpected if you continue to not be true to yourself. I hope that's that's clear. Right? You may be thinking, uh, no, Karen, it's easier if I just keep all that hidden in the back and I just go along the way I normally do. Short term, maybe. Long term, no, I don't agree. I really don't think it is helpful long term. It may get you through a moment of some crisis because that's what you're used to be doing and you'll feel a little more sense of uh, calmness and stepping into being able to handle it because it feels familiar. But it doesn't mean it's really helpful. It really doesn't. Right. We need to understand. And this is where what I'm working on is understanding that when I step more into acknowledging what works for me. Then I end up creating more and more for myself that I enjoy. That makes me excited, that gets me up happier every morning. When I go, you know, kind of fall back sometimes into old patterns or an old way of thinking, it feels really heavy. It's yucky. It's not enjoyable. It's not inspiring. So this may sound like a lot of work. Happy to help you with it. But this idea of doing things the same way over and over again and responding in the same way when something unexpected shows up will not help you improve your overall outlook on life. Your your cells of your bodies will not heal. Your neurons get more, neural pathways, sorry, get more entrenched in your brain and you keep facilitating the same way of being. And truly, it's not fun. And it's not leading you to more and greater for yourself. And that's what we all really aspire to. And it's okay to desire that for yourself. It truly is. All right. So we're coming up to our next break. So I'm going to leave you on that thought of, all right, this may be more work. Maybe it might be an idea, though, to change this automatic way of thinking and responding for the unexpected, knowing that there's so much more out there for you. And as scary as it may sound, stepping more into who you are and letting that naturally flow and coming out of worry about it really does open up so much more for your life. So over these next couple of minutes, think about Okay, what would you like to open up? What more would you like to have that would be possible if you stepped more into allowing yourself see who you are and then let others see you as well? All right, don't go away. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen 
Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. And, you know, it is so easy to find me. Yes, you can send me an email, but I am on a whole bunch of different social media platforms. Oh, and as I was uh, promising last week and last week's show, um, I have posted a couple of videos, new ones with new information for you um, on my YouTube channel. So I'd love you to go and uh, check it out. You can, uh, you know, just search for Karen Leslie. And uh, I don't have a, a designated um, YouTube channel name yet because I don't have enough people. So of course, I'd love it if you would like or comment and subscribe to my YouTube channel, and uh, then we can make it even easier to find me on YouTube. And I do have more videos planned that I will be creating and putting on the site over the next little while as well. And again, if you've got something that you would like, something you want me to talk about for that, I'm happy to do so as well. Oh, and one more thing, and then we're going to get back to unexpected. Um, this was unexpected action that I took, which which is different, but it does also bring along some different emotions and reactions. I posted today, I think it was today, my first um, TikTok video that I uploaded onto it. And so that was interesting. A little nerve wracking, I will admit, I was a little nervous doing it. But at the same time, it was more excitement than true nervousness, but that's what the way my body was responding. And I was like, no, I really want to do this. So these different techniques and these different ways that I'm talking about and the uh, sort of the, the knowledge behind how things work applies everywhere throughout our life. And when you really sort of hmm, accept the truth to them and allow it to kind of filter in into your belief systems, into the way you look at things, and you allow it to kind of shake it up a little bit, create a couple little cracks so that you can have maybe a new perspective every now and then. It makes such a difference in your day-to-day -day living. Okay, so back to expecting the unexpected. So what do I recommend you do when the unexpected hits? First, that pause. You may get that, Ooh, okay, that's not a problem. But then pause. 
and acknowledge what just happened, what information you just got, what change just appeared, but acknowledge it, all right? Bring it into your cognitive thinking, into your conscious mind. Then acknowledge your feelings. Okay, so what is this bringing up for you? Are you feeling upset? Are you disappointed like I was? Are you uh, feeling fearful? Like what is it that you are going to work with? And I'm looking just sort of on that side of the coin. I'm assuming you'll be perfectly fine with the unexpected that brings you excitement and joy. Okay. If not, okay, let me know. And we can talk about that. So acknowledge your feelings, what they are. Be truthful with yourself. Don't try to convince yourself that you're feeling something that would be sociably acceptable in the circumstances. Okay. Be honest with you. Really important. Okay. Then ask yourself, okay, so what is my biggest fear with this? It's a really good question. What is my biggest fear with this? Again, allow honesty to come through. And then you may find, well, well, I'm not really afraid of anything. There is no fear. Cool. What is your biggest doubt? What is your biggest concern? What is your biggest, and then whatever that emotion is, understand it, right? Let it talk to you, so to speak, all right? Gather some information and some data from it. Because when you look at it from that perspective of gathering information, it helps you come out of reaction and gives you something to respond to. Now, once you get that information, ask, okay, so what choice can I make now? You know, is there something I need to do right now? And if so, okay, what choice can I make to do something? You may also want to ask, okay, do I need or do I require somebody's help right now? And you might. And if you get yes, then there's your next step. Reach out. They may have knowledge, wisdom, uh, a skill set, you know, something that you don't have or you can't access in that moment. So reach out to that person. For me, I'm also one of these people that by just saying things out loud, it helps me process and helps me sort of gather my own uh, information on it. I'm not always looking for an answer from someone. And so if you're a little bit like I am, then also let the person know, like, hey, can I just kind of blab for a bit? Or can I rant? Or can I just kind of let go of some stuff that just happened? You know, and so that they understand that you're not looking maybe for an answer from them, but you just want to have that person to listen and hold that energy and that space for you, right? So again, be honest with what you need. Acknowledge it then ask for it, right? All of those things are really important. Go back and listen. If you weren't taking notes right now, not a worry. You'll get the replay. Go back and listen, write them down, and read them through. And understand how these are important steps. And if you don't get it, let me know. We can chat, all right? The number one thing, 
that I want you to please not do, and this may be difficult for some of you, do not go into victim mode, right? Please don't go into that this just happened to you or at you. Don't go into blaming it, right? When we go into that victim mode of, oh, like, We've been renting for a number of years. We've had other people say that they're selling the house. Going into like, oh, my God, again. Like, when can I find somewhere where they won't sell the house out from underneath me? That is so victim energy. Had I been it before in the past? Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. But it doesn't serve me. It doesn't help me. It keeps me stuck. It would limit my options that I could see. I felt like I didn't have choice. I had no input, nothing. Everything was just happening to me. That way of looking at anything unexpected is so disempowering. And what I would like to be doing for you here is empowering you by giving you the ideas of things you can do to help yourself with this right acknowledging what's going on that's empowering that helps come out of victim right acknowledging your feelings that is empowering even if you may not like them you may be embarrassed by them whole other topic but it is not helpful to hide or lie to yourself so acknowledge your feelings all right we're going through them obviously quickly again What is your biggest fear with this? Or what is your biggest worry with this? Again, honest, you know, pen and paper, maybe just do um, auto writing, just write and write and write things down to get it out. And then that can help some people make more sense of what's going on in their thought process. What choice can you make now? Do you need to speak to someone else? And if you do, Contact that person and let them know what you require from them. You know, do you just require to speak and, you know, let let go of things? Or are you actually looking for, you know, a specific answer or skill set or a referral that they could maybe give you to another individual, right? Be clear. The more you are clear and honest with yourself and being true to who you are, And what you desire, the less and less and less you are going to slip back into being a victim of the circumstances of that unexpected event that just showed itself to you. That is so empowering. And I feel pretty confident in saying that when you start to experience that and you start to experience what it's like to be there for yourself and to do an action to support yourself, it feels really good. You start to create a new way of looking at yourself. You start to break down all of those doubts you have about your ability to change the unexpected. It's amazing, right? So I hope I hope that all makes sense to you. And I really I really hope that you can now have this sort of a perspective a little bit that when the unexpected arrives, it doesn't need to be 
overwhelming. It doesn't need to be devastating. It doesn't need to be an energy you get stuck in. Now, of course, some news of unexpected can be really difficult. The news of someone who's got a terminal illness or has passed away or things like that. Those are going to be devastating to hear. I acknowledge that, and as I would want you to as well. But you will get to a point where you can start to use those steps that I you know, gave you, right? To acknowledge where you're at, to acknowledge how you're feeling about it. It works for those type of unexpected events as well. We can go into victimhood as well with the loss of somebody else. Um, you know, they promised me they wouldn't die before me or whatever it might be. And that is from actually a friend of mine. And it's really hard and it adds so much more impact into the news that you've just received. And I understand that. But the when we can make that choice, when we're ready to look to how we can support ourselves and be true to who we are, we start to open up those doors. All right, we're going to open up the door for some more commercials. We won't be long. We've just got a couple to go through, and then we'll be right back here. And I want to wrap this up with looking at, okay, so how do I even maybe prepare? Like you say, expect the unexpected, Karen. So what does that look like? And we're going to talk about that when we come back. So don't go away. You're here with myself, Karen Leslie, on Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. So. I'll be back with you shortly, everyone. Thanks so much. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. So expected that I'm here. (laughs) So expecting the unexpected. It can be a little bit of a mind bend to think that expecting something to happen, expecting the unexpected could actually be a good thing. You know, our brain, right? The way we're wired is we we crave security. We crave safety. Uh, I mean, it's it's survival mode stuff. It's very basic instincts that we all have. And that's fine. Like those, we don't ever want those to go away. But it's more that we don't want them to rule our life. They don't they shouldn't be in the driver's seat 24-7. There's a very appropriate time when you want that to kick in and look after you. Absolutely. But not driving the bus every day, right? So 
part of that craving, that security in that is that we feel like we should have control or we feel like we want to have input to what's going on all the time. This gives a very false sense of control because the unexpected will still happen. And when we think that we need, desire, or wish to have all of that control, we actually build ourselves up to have a more difficult time with the unexpected. I hope that makes sense, but it creates that energy of more of a a surprise and a, a shock factor about things when we think we're always having control and input. That's unrealistic, to be honest. All right. And a lot of this comes down to a sense of feeling powerless, right? You know, if at any point you are feeling powerless about a situation or an unexpected that comes up, then you're going into victimhood again, that victim mentality of way of looking at things. This way of thinking and to think that you are powerless, that there's nothing you can do is, you know, a lot of that's based on our old beliefs and how we're brought up, how we've been um, going through our days now at whatever age we are, and really just being stuck in, really, is what I'm hearing. But, you know, you're comfortable with the status quo. And so that will limit you as to how you can change things and what you would like to have different for yourself. You're, you're, you're satisfied with who you're being, even if you aren't really actually being true to you, but you're satisfied with the persona you're putting forward. You're satisfied with this image that you are putting out there. And, and that's cool. That's okay. However, it will make it more difficult for you to expect the unexpected. So when we've got this idea that life happens and things change and, you know, people make other choices that do affect us. Then when they make a choice that does affect us, it can help us not go into like, well, what the hell, you know, and go into that reaction. Again, acknowledge what just happened and acknowledge how you're feeling about it and follow those steps that I was talking about earlier. It's really really helpful for when these situations come up to respond in a different way and create something potentially far better than the direction that you were heading, right? The universe is always, as the commercials say, as I say, the universe is always listening and it's listening to your energy. It's not just listening to your words and your thoughts. That's part of it. And then by doing something different, You're giving another message out there and saying, hey, I can change this. I can look at this differently. I can empower myself to move through this unexpected in a way that feels better, in a way that supports me, in a way that actually makes me feel better about myself. And isn't that the goal, right? It's really important. So. I hope that makes sense to you. All right. Um, Before we run out of time, though, I want to let you know that um, I'm speaking twice in September on two different summits, and I'm very excited about them. One, to be honest, was really unexpected. The uh, first one on Sunday, September 10 at 6 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. I'm speaking on a summit that's all about coaching suicide awareness. And I will be sharing my personal story and my husband will be there with me about the importance of family and how my family impacted me on my journey of healing. That was unexpected. To the best of my knowledge, I'm the only lay person or um, in the summit. It's full of psychiatrists and sociologists and and doctors and people from a very different perspective on helping people who have um, experience with suicide in all different forms. So that will be really neat. When I share the video, I can share these links um, later. And then I'm speaking on September 15th as well. And it's, the talk is based on one of my shows, which so many of you liked, and I was thrilled about it called, I am different. I am not wrong. So I'd love you to register for both. They're both free and you could come along and be part of these events with me. And that would be amazing. All right. So the unexpected of the um, the summit on coaching suicide awareness. I could have turned it down and felt I wasn't qualified or something like that. But I knew that inside me, the truth that I have that I share is of value to other people. I've got a strong sense that there will be people who will log into this summit that will receive benefit from it. So please share and let people know. Now, next week, I touched on it a little bit a few minutes ago. Blame, right? Not going into blame, which is part of being a victim. Yes, but it's called put the blame down. And we are going to look at that and find out some really great reasons as to why letting go of blame is so helpful, even for the cells of your body. It's a really interesting energy, right? So I hope you'll join me next week for that. We've got lots of things going on here. And of course, if there's something I've said that doesn't quite sit well, or I confused you in some way today with talking about expect the unexpected, let me know. Please reach out, send me that email or contact me through the different social media platforms. I would love to help you. Um, there's always the option of working directly with me, and there's so many ways to do that as well. So there's lots we can discuss or find someone else. Don't go through this alone and with difficulties and feeling badly about yourself. I'll see everyone next week. Thank you so much for joining me here on Cultivating Kindness. Thank you for Karen. listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.